solo 401k loan versus a taxable distribution. What is better? Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdBits. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney founder of IRA Financial, and going to discuss the difference between taking a solo 401k loan and a taxable 401k distribution. What are your options if you want to tap into some of your 401k and we'll even tackle IRA money. But what are your options? So I'm going to start at the top. 401k plans have a loan feature. So unlike an IRA or a SEP IRA or a simple IRA or a Roth IRA, you cannot borrow a dollar from your IRA. But if you are eligible and work in a business that has a 401k plan and also offers a loan option, you have the ability to borrow 50,000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less. Okay, so if you have 100K, you can borrow 50. If you have 40, you can borrow 20. It's a five-year loan. Okay, so you pay back at least quarterly, but you can also pay back weekly or bi-weekly or monthly. It's an interest rate, minimum interest rate that can be used as prime. Some plans have prime plus one, but prime is technically the lowest, which as of June early June, 2022, it's 4%. And that rate will go up as interest rates go up as well. Okay, so that's something to keep in mind. Now, when you pay back the loan, it's a straight line loan. So it's principal and interest combined, and it's a five-year loan. If you wanna use those funds to pay for a principal residence, you can actually expand the five-year to 15 year and even 30 year technically. So there's some flexibility if you're using the funds for a primary residence. but for everything else, the great thing is there's no rules on what you need to use the money for. So if you do a solo 401k loan or a 401k loan and you have access to a, a loan option in your plan, then you can use the funds for any purpose, whether it's paying off bills, your rent, your mortgage, expenses, going on vacation, medical bills, whatever it is you can do. There's no restriction. The only restriction is you pay back the funds timely. You do have an opportunity to correct if you miss a timely loan payment, but the correction should be done during the year in which the missed loan payment occurred. And on top of that, the beauty of this is, as you can see, you're getting tax-free penalty for use of the funds, but you're also paying yourself back. So instead of paying a bank or a credit card company, you're getting 4% back to your plan. So if you borrow 50K, and let's say you're left with, at the end of the five years, you pay back 55 or 56,000 based off the 5% interest, that extra five or $6,000 goes back to your plan as a return of investment. The plan is the lender. You personally, not your 401k, but you personally are the borrower. The money goes from the plan to you. You then make the payments back to the plan, but the interest is the return on the investment. So in today's day and age, when markets are down 15 to 20% or even greater in some Equities. I mean, I, I own um, you know Facebook and Twitter, and it's, it's been a lot worse than Netflix. I actually own too. It's been a lot worse than twenty percent down. So if you can get a four percent rate of return, it's not horrible. You can use a higher interest rate if you wish. Okay, you don't have to, but by using a higher interest rate, the risk is you better be able to make those payments back. Okay, so you do have some flexibility too. What about multiple loan options? You can do that. You can do, for example, IRA Financials Plan. You can customize it. You can say, I'm allowed for 10 loans, 
outstanding. 15, 30. So that means you can borrow maybe five grand today, maybe another 10 grand in a year. That gives you the opportunity to space out your payments and only borrow what you absolutely need. Okay, so you don't have to borrow 50K all at once. And let's say you don't, you maybe only need 20. That other 30 grand you're still paying an interest on, even though you're not using it. So you can have some um, opportunity to be flexible and space out your loan opportunity. So the loan feature is a great, great opportunity, a great tool. If you are in a position where you need some money, um, and we'll get to the taxable distribution option in a second, you'll see why it may not be an option. And even if it is an option in your plan, it may not be a tax efficient option because of some of the tax and uh, ramifications. So the loan, I believe, is the most tax efficient way to get capital out of a retirement plan that you can use. And best of all, you're paying yourself back versus a bank or a third party or just another lender. So you get the tax-free penalty for use of the money. On the other hand, you're paying yourself back at 4% or maybe even a higher interest rate. So it's a really good option. So that's flip to the taxable distribution. We'll start with the 401k. First things first, you may not be able to take a tax distribution from your 401k. So if you're under 59 and a half and it's your current employer where the 401ks exist, you're not going to have a plan trigger event, meaning even if you want to, you're not going to be able to take a taxable distribution from your 401k. I know it sounds absurd that you don't have access to your 401k funds, considering it is your retirement money, especially when you're probably familiar with the IRA rules, which allow you to take distributions from your IRA anytime. Yes, there are tax, potential tax consequences, and even a 10% early distribution penalty if you're under the age of 59 and a half, but you can still get access to the money. Whereas with a 401k, if you're under 59 and a half and you're currently employed and there's no plan trigger event, can't touch it, just can't touch it. But what about a hardship distribution? So there are opportunities and hopefully, you know, no one's in this spot, but if you don't have a loan option and need some cash, you need to satisfy a hardship distribution, which is something you have to deal with, with your plan administrator, your employer. So you need to show a heavy financial need whether it's to pay medical expenses, funeral expenses, tuition-related educational expenses. Um, so you need to show a heavy financial need. The, the requirements used to be even more stringent. In 2019, they reduced them to um, having less of a uh, proof um, requirement, uh, more generic, where you can work with the plan administrator. Before, for example, you have to exhaust all options, including the loan, before you were able to get a hardship. Now it's a little easier and broader, but you still need to show you know, a, a severe financial need. Now, what are some of the consequences of doing a hardship? Let's say you are able to do a hardship. Well, obviously it's taxable. It's not subject to a 10% penalty because it's a hardship, but it's taxable. You're obviously the money that you're stripping out of your plan is not growing without tax. So you're losing the power of deferral on those funds. Um, and those, those funds are gone forever, right? Once you use them and you pull it out of the 401k as a hardship, can't put them back in. Okay. They're done. So you pay tax, not penalty, and you're done. You also may have to wait um, six months before you can um, receive the hardship. Um, you know, for example, if you take a hardship, you may not be able to contribute back to the plan for six months. So you can get your money right away. But if you want to add more money in, you may not be able to contribute for six months. Some plans have those rules. So it, it's, listen, if you're in need and you don't have that loan option, 
you may not have a choice, right? If you're, if you're desperate, you're desperate. And that, that, that's okay. I mean, we've all been there, unfortunately. So, um, and it looks like, you know, 2022 is, you know, may, may end up being a pretty tough year. We've got inflation running at, you know, eight and a half percent prices are, are rising. Um, stock markets down, cryptos down, real estate still hovering, but could, could face some pressure if interest rates keep rising, even the precious metals markets down. So, it's not a lot of safety out there. Um, some bonds are doing well and some older bonds aren't. Um, so it's been tough for even fixed income earners. So if you have to take a hardship, you have to take it. You have to work with your plan administrator you know, to make sure you can get permission to take it. It is taxable. You may have some limitations on when you can make contributions after, but it's an option. Now, what happens if you can't satisfy hardship and you don't have a loan? Well, if you're under 59 and a half, you don't have a plan trigger event. So the 401k stops being an option. What about an IRA? Well, if you have IRA funds, you can take a taxable distribution on your IRA at any point. If you're under 59 and a half, it's tax plus a 10% penalty. If you're over 59 and a half, it's just tax. What about a Roth? Roth IRA contributions can always be taken out tax-free. So if you contribute 2,000 bucks to a Roth IRA in 2018, you can pull out 2,000 bucks at any time. The earnings on that 2,000 bucks so for example, you invested 2,000 bucks in um, Tesla stock and now it's worth 3,000 bucks. That extra $1,000 of earning, you need to be 59 and a half and the Roth has to be open at least five years before you can pull those funds out tax-free. So there's some limitations. So if you're desperate and you got to pull the whole three out in my Tesla example, two is tax-free, the $1,000 be subject to tax and a 10% penalty. So with Roth, you want to be super careful um, and really only do the taxable distribution if you're uh, absolutely, um, it's an absolute necessity. Try to hold off, take distributions from your 401k if you can, I, um, for a pre-tax IRA, but your Roth should be your last, last, last resort. Okay, so just to sum, sole 401k is your best option. Most tax efficient way to tap in. Now let's say you don't have a 401k, but you're self-employed. Well, there's a solo K. So let's say you work full-time at Apple, okay? And you're, you're a pretty successful guy. Or, or gal, and um, you also do stuff on the side. You know, maybe you have a, um, a media consulting company or you have some rental real estate on a Schedule C or you sell stuff on eBay, um, whatever. You, you do math tutoring, whatever, whatever you do. It doesn't have to be your full-time job. You can set up a solo K for that activity, that business activity. And then what you can do is you can roll over pre-tax IRA or former employer 401k funds into that solo K and then use the solo K as a loan vehicle. So let's say you had 30,000 bucks from another job two years ago that you left. And now it's worth 35. You roll the 35 tax free into your new solo K that you set up for your sole proprietor or your single member LLC or your corp where you do your side gig out of. And then you're able to borrow 50% of that or 15K tax free, penalty free, pay your plan back at let's say 4%. So you get that tax-free penalty for use of the money. You can do whatever you need to do with it instead of paying a taxable distribution. And then you're also paying your plan back at like 4%, which honestly, not horrible, right? I'll take 4% of my money today, any day. I'll sign up right now. Um, yeah, it's a five-year loan, but you can prepay it. There's no prepayment penalties. So let's say um, you, you get back, um, things kind of get back to normal, economy, stock market gets back you can um, just prepay it and, and be done with the loan. So lots of flexibility. That's your first option. Second option, I would say um, distribution if you're over 59 and a half, because that's just some tax. 
after that, I would do either a pre-tax IRA or pre-tax 401k. Um, obviously, if you can satisfy hardship, you know, you save the 10%. I mean, I hope no one um, listening to this is in a hardship position, but the advantage is you can escape the 10% penalty. So I would say, again, loan over 59 and a half taxable distribution. If you're under 59 and a half hardship, um, after that, regular IRA or 401k distribution, if you're over 59 and a half, and underneath that, the Roth. Um, you may say, well, what about the Roth contributions? I can just pull those out anytime. Yeah, you could, and you can get those, you can get to those funds without tax and penalty, but the Roth is valuable, right? Because that is a tax-free account where the earnings are growing tax-free. If you pull the money out, there's less money that's going to grow tax-free. So I've had some debate about that. Some people think the Roth IRA contribution should be number two under loan. I could, I kind of push it back down to the bottom. Personally, I think Roth um, accounts are too valuable to mess with. That, to me, that would be the last resort, personally, but you can disagree with me. Um, again, I have some smart uh, colleagues that would put the Roth uh, under the solo K if you're uh, doing like a draft. I would do solo K, then the hardship. Oh, oh actually, no. Solo K, then taxable distribution over 59 and a half, IRA or 401k, then hardship, then regular IRA or 401k, taxable distribution plus 10% penalty. And I throw the Roth underneath contribution. And I would never touch the earnings unless you're like in a dire strait where you just have no choice. You're getting evicted or like, God forbid, you just need to pay for these bills or else. But that should be a last resort. I would look to do other or look through other avenues before tapping into the Roth earnings. So there you go. That's the difference between the loan and the distribution. Yeah, I, I hate doing these, these podcasts. Um, uh, I wish things were back to normal when the government was just pumping cash into the economy. That was fun. Uh, yeah, COVID kind of sucked, but the economy, you know, definitely was robust because of all the flowing cash. Now with raising interest rates, there's pressure, there's supply chain issues, not Russia, Ukraine, we got a lot of stuff going on, fueling inflation, oil prices are out of control, could get worse, especially if Europe ends up, um, you know, banning Russian oil, that could, you know, even have a greater impact on us as Americans. So it's going to be an expensive summer if you are planning on doing some traveling in your car or in your boat, even flying. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine who um, has, has a business and he does a lot of FedEx use. And he said the, the fuel surcharges are just growing and growing. Um, so, you know, it's just going to cause price increases and it's going to fuel the fire. And, and kind of that's where we're at. So the nice thing is the loan um, will, will get you the tax free penalty freeze, the cash and also allow that money to go back to your plan. Um, and also, and again, if you're not self, if you are self-employed, even if you have a full-time gig, as long as you got some extra cash out there from IRAs or former employer funds, uh, you can roll it in tax-free. Just use the 401k as a loan vehicle. I've seen it. I did a lot of solo Ks back in 2010, 2011. Honestly, they were just used sim sim single purpose, just for the loan, honestly. Um, people then ultimately use the plan for contributions and investments down the road, but the initial setup intent was just for the loan. And that's okay. That's fine. I mean, it's in the plan. You can do it. Um, yeah, hopefully things get back to normal and you feel more comfortable and you can make contributions and, and use it as the investment vehicle. But if you're just using it to start off as a loan option, hey, it's legal. You can do it. So it's all about knowing um, your options, taxable distributions versus loan um, in this uh, time of high inflation, increasing prices. It's good to know your options if you want to uh, tap into your retirement account. So hopefully uh, this podcast has helped you. So thank you um, again for listening, for watching on YouTube. Cheers. Thanks again. Um, otherwise, you know, have a great day and uh, don't forget to catch ad bits 
again uh, next Tuesday. Uh, i got a lot of great content for you on our YouTube channel at IRA Financial, or um, you can check out our podcast, which I drop every week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I'm busy this week. I'm busy every weekend doing podcasts, trust me. Um, ad bits every Tuesday, ad, Adam Talks every Wednesday, and ad mail. We're answer three of the best self-directed retirement questions of the week prior. Um, so check that out on Thursday. Otherwise, enjoy um, summer and um, take care. Talk to everyone soon.